to go. You can lift the pit box anytime. Okay, uh, mode strat 1. Yeah, mode strat 1, we go to plan A. Plan A. What plan A is? Oh, the plan A is to start the podcast. Plan A deploy. Plan A deploy. Uh, welcome to Dialogue, the game at this podcast. And that was a quick one. Off to the race. Off to the races. The timer just ticks down and we are the first in the queue to go out of the pit box. Hey, and welcome to episode 107. Ooh, 107. Okay, I don't know why I was always waiting if you guys have anything to add. Nah. <laughs> I always wait. Is there, is, there, is there a ball being passed here? Can the, can, will someone take the ball and pass it around? <laughs> The tiki taka tapi uh, apa is those FIFA punya mini games but you keep feeling them. Yeah, in the, t- in the ball. Whoops. You can't tiki taka <laughs> if the, if everyone's tiki and not doing the taka. That's why. Yeah. Introducing the panel, we have Daniel over there. Hello, hello. On the other side is Anan. Sup. And I am Amirul Mekronos Ashraf, and welcome again to the Ramadan limited time event. <laughs> <laughs> to the Muslims out there, uh, Ramadan Karim to you and happy fasting and observing the month of Ramadan. Hey, read up, man. One time per year. Bon- <clears throat> the best time to grind. Grind the pala. <laughs> <laughs> Get those numbers go up, man. This is the best time to do so. Bonus points for all. Yep. Mm. Double points at least. <laughs> uh, you will never get old. Oh yeah, this is technically a rate up event, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, limited time. <laughs> limited time rate right up event. <laughs> uh, we'll see what will drop later. Once it all ends, but yeah, uh, it's the month of April, and in the world of video games, oh boy, it's uh, how do I put this? The big AAA games are gone for a while. They are going to hide until the shadow of fall comes out, and now it's basically indie month. This is the indie season. Yeah, like, I think un- until we don't have E3 later, which we will discuss later on. Tapi, so, now for those AAA enjoyers, can like, sit around, I do nothing. Or replay Eldering for the 50th time or whatever. And you guys have your live show wishes. What's that? <laughs> uh... Uh, some people might still grind and do whatever that needs to be done in your 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 uh, your, your games as a service. But yeah, uh, but if you are looking for new games, it's it's all gonna be indies. Like starting this April, like I think I just wrote like around ten different games, either leaving early access or is releasing. At least by the end of April, plenty of new indies, some familiar names, some we've talked before in the podcast. So, 
yeah, interesting times. Especially if you like uh, the more uh, smaller scale of video games. And size doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't necessarily means better. So I guess that's a setup because I believe every... Okay, I'm not sure about Anand, but... <laughs> But the, at least two of us are all being uh, uh, have indulged in some indie game in some form. Okay. And there is also the perfect timing of a certain service arriving in our sh- at our shore, which we'll talk Ooh. later. Yeah. That that certainly helps. <laughs> so. Are we gonna talk about video games? Let's go. Let's talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. So, at least let let me just start first because I have a uh, dabble in a few titles, but I've like narrowed down at least two games that we could at least like uh, ramble about for this time around. Next episode, we'll bring another bag of goodies, <laughs> another bag of indie games. Because hey, apparently we have a lot of them in that in that new service that just arrived here. Oh, <laughs> so looking at the docket, which one entices you? I uh, it's vaguely written as always, but I think you guys can figure out what the game is. Zelda, yeah, like right. Souls, or C- CRPGs and immersives are the same thing. <laughs> Hmm. Shoot Fox out of zero four five one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what makes you think CRPG and immersive are the same thing? The first place. Can you explain? Because I just played this one game. It's called Weird West. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a, an immersive sim because it has the creators, the co-creators of Dishonored of Pre. 2017 behind them but instead of a first person perspective it's a top down RPG Ooh. like oh, it, 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 it's a cowboy plus magic yeah it's, ca- it's magical oh, cowboy <laughs> oh, oh my god Yeehaw. that's amazing <laughs> hey I got this rotten tootin shooting some some witches here I need to clear some bounty from some witches. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a, like a, how do I say this? A light-hearted Han showdown, in a sense. You know what? It kind of is, because you know how uh, those sort of like grim, grim western, it yeah. has that grim western vibe between Han showdown and Wild West. And also mm-hmm. like dabbles in not only the occult but also like uh, maybe a bit of violence here and there, like some weird stuff happening. The first part of the que- uh, the first part of the quest that you go to involves you playing as a bounty hunter where your husband has been kidnapped, and mm-hmm. apparently he's in he's being I don't know it apparently it arrives into some sort of a slave trade. And the slave trade involves some person, some people of occult powers wanting to feast on human meat. 
Ooh. So self trade cannibalism, I guess. <laughs> you have, and you you hear you retired bounty hunter now have to dig up, uh, your old blue your your old revolver saddle up, oh, and also bury your son because god damn it, those guys are mad. <laughs> they they killed your your only child because reasons. So now you are in a rooten tooting adventure where you go from a top perspective. Uh, local map and then you go to the edge of the border and then you load into an overworld map yes like a CRPG oh. where you can like or click on wherever part of the map and then you can travel there and then suddenly it can sometimes random encounters appear either you go into combat or you meet some traders uh, if you are familiar with fallout the old fallouts should ring a lot of bells by now Ah uh, yes, a lot of bells. The all the OG Fallout, the one, one and two. Hmm. Yep. And I guess Brotherhood still counts as well. She's, but tougher. It's not. Uh, it's not that that PlayStation game. Or is it? <laughs> and speaking of like CRPG, you can also like recruit people into your party or or not party your posse. Your posse. Uh, your posse. You get, <laughs> uh, you get you get to get uh grab like two person into the uh you can recruit them. You can find like freelancers uh around the saloon, grab them. And if they die, well, tough luck. But you can go to a saloon and grab another person. <laughs> someone someone there is gonna offer you some help if you need them. And the way it works is also like reminds me a lot of like the Divinity games. Divinity original uh. scene, I should mention in particular. Because remember how I've mentioned it here about in the podcast before in previous episodes where where Divinity original scene plays more like an immersive sim rather than a straight out like CRPG. Because there's like weird hidden game mechanics that you can totally abuse to your to to your liking like the first e- instance i when i got the, the the control i get to control my character right i grab a lantern and then mm-hmm. because i saw some uh the murders being happen right so the first person i saw that was hanging around the the the, the deceased child i I basically, I want to antagonize them. I throw the lantern to them. And then apparently, oh no, that's the main character. That's the sheriff of the town. He's like the one who's gonna guide you to the tutorial. And now she's on fire. And now she's running around. Oh no. <laughs> rolling, trying to stop the fire. She's being damaged. Unfortunately, she didn't die. But from what I, uh, from what all the game has been telling me, she can totally die and the game will continue on. Ah, uh, yes. The, the true immersive sim. You can kill everyone. The game will somehow figure out how to get all the quests uh, to work. They have plan for it. So murder away if you want to. And there are like instances where you can be creative with uh, the environment. As I mentioned that you can use the lantern to spread fire, right? And then there's also like, oh, you can find oil barrels that you can shoot and have them explode. Or you can u- use your, uh, you can 
you use the usual stealth techniques of like throwing some items around to get the enemies to huh? Un- question mark <laughs> and go investigate some areas <laughs> before leading them into a trap of more explosions. You can do that. But my favorite bit so far is that the game totally lets you do parkour in terms of you know how I mentioned about in death loop, right? The the biggest crap I have for about that game that mm-hmm. feels like it doesn't feel like an immersive sim is that you cannot stack boxes. Yep. Or you can stack boxes in Weird West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can stack boxes and you can like do some level skits because I entered this one town which apparently is being set up where you have to find some person that some person is in a certain building but to get into the building you have to prove yourself uh, by doing the old western tradition of surviving a duel. It's high noon. This town in big of us for the two of us. <laughs> it's high noon. So apparently there is like an elaborate quest where you get you have to like ask around people how to get into it, uh, figure out how to get the the people uh, the people around there to like uh, want you to do the duel and then commit to the duel and then enter that said building. And then find the contact person that will lead you to the next part of the quest. And you know what? Instead of doing that, I figure out in that building, okay, the the ground floor, all of the windows are blocked shut. Fine. The, 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 the first floor on top, there are like open windows that you can grab. Through. So how do I... Oh yeah, there are barrels around, there are boxes around, stack them, stack them around, stack them again, and then proof jump into the 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 window yeet myself into the window and whoop yeah i've entered the building oh no i've alerted everybody okay that was all for nothing i have to kill everyone <laughs> <laughs> the trying true method of oh no anyway anyway so i start blasting <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it it is like it does feel fulfill all those like immersive sim uh, requirements, and yes, there's also a joke about the O four five one. It's there. There have been a mention, but it's but you don't ne- technically have to like do have a key code mini game. It's just like oh, this is a flavor text you see. So, but they just want to squeeze it out, saying hey, nice, nice, wing, wing. We earn this, baby. We're not Marvel's <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Which is okay, fine. I mean, I appreciate the effort to try to get that reference in, with, even though there is no mechanic for set, for set thing. But hey, oh, and you know the the one cool thing about Far Cry Two, if you guys remember, remember is Far Cry Two? The, yeah, is it hmm. the fire? Okay, fire is also I've already described before. Well, fire spreads. Yeah, and if you it would. rains, it will douse all the fire. That's one thing, but uh, I about I'm I'm about to mention this one thing called about uh, making friends. Mm-hmm. Where if you if you go and help out some NPCs, like maybe save them from uh, uh free them from the cages because they are in the slave trade, they are being traded around, or like help them survive a deathbed, something like that, right? And if you do that, they'll become friends for life. 
which happens to be that in case in some near-death situation where you are in combat and you are like down to like less than half of your health and suddenly friend for life appears you get ah. you get a rescue from some person that you helped one time ago and and they'll appear to be on your side help everything and then once every, everything's clear alright I guess uh, I'll be off now go Gone. I'm not. I'm not your friends for life anymore. Bye. <laughs> I believe it's not one time. I believe I have recruited. Oh, okay. That it's called friends for life for a reason. It's until they are dead. <laughs> they are friends for life, but you also like get to uh get to have vendettas. Ooh. So basically, uh, basically a nemesis system. <laughs> Like you, you can go do side quests where basically you do like bounty hunting. You, of course, like bounty hunters, you can, you can bring them dead or alive. Should you decide to do the whole bit of getting them alive for whatever reason, which is actually even harder because you know you have to knock them out and then you have to tie them up and then you have to escort them out, like you know the, all the hassle, right? And then you put huh? them into the cellar. They will remember that. And if somehow they escape the prison, they'll reappear and have a vendetta with you and wants to kill you on sight. I haven't encountered that, but I have I have met some enemies with that system. I haven't like gotten that triggered yet. Well, I'm looking forward to what will happen. Imagine a staff sequence where I have like go through all the area, cleared everything in staff, suddenly aha. Your nemesis arrived. You cannot pick a worse time to this to this duel. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to if I can continue the vendetta over and over by sparing that person over and over. But you know, I we'll see about that. It's yeah. final boss, vengeance final boss of the game. Man. Haha, it's time for our final duel. Not now, <laughs> bozo. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still early into the game. Apparently, you have, like, uh, you get to play as five different characters. The bounty hunter is just one. Uh, I've heard that you get to play as a pig man. A, p- a person that is being cursed to look like a pig. And if you play as the pig man, uh, you can't go to towns in broad daylight because everybody thinks you're cursed. So now you have to play like Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines as a... Uh, I forgot. The Nosferatu as in... Oh, you're gonna yeah, step yeah, around. Too. You're gonna step around. Oh, by the way, I haven't mentioned. The combat is like a twin stick shooter. Ooh. Since, you know, you use guns, right? So it's a twin stick shooter. The way it controls. And... I guess you have like abilities. Uh... Like like dishonored style abilities. There's a there's a bullet time. I think there's a there's a teleport somewhere. Well, yeah, it's here and there. But yeah, by playing Weird West, I have come to that conclusion. Like CRPGs, uh, immersive sims, and I guess uh, twin stick shooters. If you want to stretch it, all out can be in an overlapping uh Venn diagram. And that Venn diagram in the middle is Weird West. 
the perfect image. It hits the spot. It hits the spot. It hits different. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a very specific kind of game. Yeah, like, I don't think people that, like, I, th- I don't think, like, people are gonna go here for the immersive sim. Because, you know, like, I think a lot of the immersive sim qualities that we've seen in most games are tied to, you know, like, the first-person perspective, right? But yeah. it, it can be broader, like, that, because immersive sim isn't, like, a genre, technically, as we've discussed beforehand. But it's more, it- it's more... It's definitely like fits into a CRPG experience. Yes, there are level. Uh, there are level ups. No, yes, no. There are no level ups, but you get to like unlock upgrades, like and and skills and and very supernatural abilities. Yeah, that's weird. West. Interesting, like. I also played it as well since it's on Game Fest. Uh, uh, I have a question. I think there is some variation uh, between the characters you meet because is your prisoner uh, a lady or a man? Okay, which prisoner is this? The prisoner that gives you the 451. Uh, it was, for me, it was a man. Oh, my one's a lady. Ah, okay. Ah, ah. so there is there, there is some variation between playthroughs and ooh, that's interesting. They didn't even mention that as well. Ah, interesting. Okay, so yeah, I guess a lot of the 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 NPCs are kind of like randomizing in some ways. Ooh, yeah. So maybe that means I don't beat your. In my playthrough, your rival could be my ally. Ah, that's cool. That is actually cool. Interesting. That's one way to get people talking. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I, the guy I see, he's not my enemy. <laughs> like plenty of water cooler moments to be sure. So, oh, that's cool. Like that, there are like we, there are many ways to like circumnavigate. Uh, to 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 play your way. I I don't think they call it play your way because that's an arcane thing. They want to separate themselves. I think they call it creative problem solving, which is I feel that's uh. <laughs> ge- Oh, you can do a creative problem solving. All right, cool. There's a lot of like weird systems that I haven't like messed around. You you have a reputation system. Uh, of like I I want to discover more this, but I'm taking this at a slower pace because playing. Uh, this sort of games like really use your mental capacity and then I'm too tired in the morning to play this sort of games <laughs> for reasons for because of the limited time event yeah that, that's weird limited time so do we want to talk about your new fox friend <laughs> oh uh, uh Zelda like a fox <laughs> I think we played this at... Do we play this for Steam Demo? Yep. Uh, no. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. I cannot No, remember. no, I think we played it. Yeah, I think we played it, but we didn't record it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably... <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, the game's called Tunic. Yeah, uh, the, it stars a fox wearing a green tunic. Hence, uh, the, 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 the references to Zelda. 
not not Zelda the character to link from the Legend of Zelda. Just to be clear, <laughs> I don't want to make the same mistakes. But yeah, the 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 interesting thing about Tunic is that you know the feeling of like playing an import game from a language that you don't understand. Like maybe like me in some some people out there, right? They are not from Japan, but played The Legend of Zelda, a bootleg copy of The Legend of Zelda in <laughs> Japanese. And they also somehow bought the game manual, but it's in like, uh, it jumbled up pages. That's how I describe playing Tunic. It's like, like discovering some game that you're not so familiar with and just like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And we, but every time you figure it out, you just feel like, oh, oh, so this is what they did. Oh, oh, this makes <laughs> sense. Oh, hold on. This mechanic was always there from the start. I just didn't know. God damn it. So there's a lot of stuff like that in today. Uh, to put, to, to, yeah, to backtrack a bit. You play this game. This game is like a top-down uh, isometric view. You have no camera control, and you just like travel through uh, what is like an overworld and also multiple regions. They are all laid out like uh, sort of like a Metroidvania style of level design, where every part is like looping back here and there. And then some paths like tease you into looking at, oh, this cool thing, you will have to go there later. Or this cool thing, you are not ready for that yet. But you can try. Goes there, gets one shot, never again. <laughs> so a lot of the right of passage there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there are like cool things to discover. Oh, uh, because the camera is, can- is fixed and the perspective is fixed. Sometimes they, they they be a bit cheeky and hide stuff behind the camera. Like, oh, uh, how come I haven't gone back from this weird tunnel? Oh, 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 secret, secret area, secret area. Oh, new chest. Cool. So, <clears throat> pro tip, hug the walls. You'll find like weird stuff there. So at first glance, it feels like the Legend of Zelda or some sort of Legend of Zelda game. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with the games, but let's say around the SNES era. So one of those games. But then, somehow, somehow they uh, they took some pages. They took some notes from from software. In a weird, I'm not sure. I'm gonna say weird because it, it actually complements the game well. Okay, you have a, you have a stamina bar. Your attacks are not governed by the stamina, so okay, spam away. But your dodges do. Your dodges consume stamina, and there are invisibility frames. There are eye frames. It's written there in the manual. You will know. Oh, when the dust appears, that's your eye frame triggering. After the dust clears out, when you are like rolling, that will. Uh, make you get damaged if you got hit huh and then there are shrines shrines that like reset all enemies when you pray at it 
but also refills all your bars. And what else? Oh, uh, levels are all like are uh, designed with a labyrinth style that always like circle backs into a shortcut. So every time you traverse this far, you'll just go around and op open a shortcut. Yeah, back to the to the shrine. Or oh, you find a new shrine. Similar to you know a souls like. Uh, what else? Oh, there is also a hidden level up mechanic. Like, oh, okay. That also uh, uses the shrine. And yes, if you die, you have to respawn st uh, at the shrines. And all the enemies are back. It's like. Very soul like. <laughs> I was about to say that. Hence, hence Zelda like a souls. Like. <laughs> But yeah, but the most fun about tuning is like if you are going in blind, you like you will discover some cool stuff. Like the the first time I discovered that particular mechanic that you can level up, you know how I discovered it. There's like apparently there's you can find like in-game manual pages which is hidden uh th throughout the levels throughout the world. So you found you find a page and then you can access the instruction booklet. And then you get to see them basically the game's manual. The uh one twist. Most of the words in the in the manual are in runic language. I believe oh, no. I believe some people have already tra transcribed it, so it is actually something that you can understand, but still most of, think of it like you know, like playing a game in uh, getting a manual in Japanese language, but only some words are, are in English text, so you can recognize, oh, that HP, oh, that MP, okay, I know. Then you can ha you have to like make guesses, like, what does this mechanic do? Oh, it says press A and then three seconds, that's the only thing I understand. What does this mean? <laughs> you what does this mean? <laughs> like you have to like figure out like looking at you you have like a lot of like images you have like screenshots to to figure out some of the stuff right so that's how i figure out there is a level up mechanic like there is a page there it shows you hp mp and then question mark question mark question mark and there are like items that i have also stumbled but i have no idea what to do and all the pictures over over that page shows you the shrine and then i put two and two together figure out some buttons press like try to like create how the screenshot is like showing and then oh oh there's a oh that's how you level up huh, okay there's, a, there's going to be a lot of those moments where you will figure out simple stuff but is very carefully obfuscated for you to discover as some sort of like revelation that will make you like get an epiphany yeah that's tunic to you it's fun but uh i'm ready for the bosses lah yeah, there are boss fights in Tunic, and that's the <laughs> only thing that stops me from finishing the game. Uh, because I'm too tired to like figure out the phases and oh god damn it again, again. You you know like a souls like. 
you're gonna rip, you're gonna be stuck at some poses. Ah, uh, they they always to like uh, get stronger, but uh, you can't like grind in in the same way. But still, as there's a lot to to like in Tunic. If you if you have a nostalgia for Zelda and Dark Souls, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm not gonna call this a cheap Elden Ring. That's a <laughs> nah. That's a very the different game. Elden Ring. <laughs> but but I guess that's the this is the closest thing for me to Elden Ring. Elden Ring for kids. <laughs> I, I want to say it's for kids, but uh, uh there are spiders. I should mention. Oh, okay. I should mention that the spider sections. Fills me with agony. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but but then again, there is a cool way to figure out. You you know how enemies in Dark Souls are at first very intimidating, but then once you figure out that one weird trick, it becomes simple. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are the spiders in Tunic. You just need one trick. <laughs> I don't know. For me, between this, between these two games, we'll be hearing them a lot later this year. I'm, I'm, I very Ooh. highly rated. But then again, our, our, so far this year has been a gem for for indie releases. I mean, Oli Oli World was strong early this year, and now we have Tunic Weird West. Uh, then uh, I think you've just played Chinatown Detective Agency as well, right? I did, yeah. Uh, Ooh. Review on game. Can we count? Yeah, like, can we count Tiny Tina? Uh, Tiny Tina Wonderlands as double A or triple A? And still triple A, despite the skills. Yes. Uh, cannot, cannot. <laughs> it will be an interesting, unless like unless. Nah, I'm not gonna play right now, Rock. On launch, so yeah, I we already ran out of triple A releases for the time being. A lot of them are coming in August. Yeah, that's why. Right. Uh. <laughs> that's a lot. We have one summer to go through. <laughs> the only big, uh, the big triple A release this this month is Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, or some people call it Lego May Cry right now. <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, oh yeah, I think we should just mention a quick bit lah because we usually cover all the Lego games, right? The past couple yeah. of years. Well, I have to go through the Lego mines. <laughs> well, I, I we didn't we didn't get to check out Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, and I'm I'm not planning to check it out as well. But still, I've I'm glad to see that uh, after all these years, right? Or the culmination from like Lego Ninjago, where they start messing around with simple combo systems, where you just have one button to it, and now into a full game where you get to do uh, unlimited combos against a dummy, which is basically an invincible child, which you <laughs> can do uh, sick pit run strats by skipping parts of the level because of you know floating because of doing long streams of infinite combos hmm. 
So yeah, I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see it has evolved in that way. Yeah, Lego games are always good. It's just they will release too many too, too soon. Especially the TT games, Lego games. And you thought, and you thought uh, Pearl Call of Duty was too much. <laughs> At its worst, it was like six months. The, the gap between Lego games was six months. It's a bi <laughs> bi yearly release. They have two teams. They crank out two games per year. It was crazy, and then they everything settles down because they are making. They they went out to release this game. And it all started with Lego Star Wars, so they have to do it justice, I guess. Boy, howdy. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess now... I guess now we can talk about what I've been doing last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure thing. Okay, besides playing, uh, re- reviewing Chinatown Detective Agency, I've been... Doing what every other PC gamer would do if you have a game that is recently launched, or ataupun just lo- just got on the sale or whatever, that is mod the heck out of the game to the point of it won't start up. <laughs> yeah, to the point where it won't start up according to your liking, ataupun it just refuses to start up at all. So basically, the no- a normal modding scene lah. Yeah, it, it comes to a point again. Do you know my? I cannot play Fallout Four anymore. It is fundamentally broken. How many like, layers of mod? Uh, I think like at one point there was like one hundred. Ah, uh, good oh. luck troubleshooting one hundred mods, turning <laughs> it off why. and on again. That's why. It is like that. Uh, to the point that like, I reinstalled it, it just recently. It still cannot delete. I think I have to delete the INI file and all this baru. Then I can get it to work. But, oh boy. 100. So, so recently, during the spring sale by Epic Games, I've bought ala, this one small title that I think people doesn't like. Ala, what's the name? Is it Punk of the Cyber? Weird game. Definitely not in someone's uh, top top 10 or best game of the year. Hello. Yeah. This is... How many times have you bought this game right now? Okay, so... <laughs> okay, so I... I actually have this... Oh, much of like... Uh, what's it called? I have this... Much of... I was Pendirian in in English and I forgot already. Resolve, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's wrong. That if a, if you like this game, you can buy it up to three times. <laughs> oh my god. So I have bought, ironically, I have bought Cyberpunk three times now. Mm-hmm. So Xbox. This, Xbox, yes. PlayStation, and now on PC. Because, oh. I, want to, because I want to mod this game. Because you know, modding, modding is life, man. Yeah, you know. you're not playing a PC game without modding. 
And okay, so the first word. So for Cyberpunk, I've put in like I think like because I think like like the last time we talked about this, I said that oh, it, uh, well, it is quite dedicated team and yang doing the modding for the Cyberpunk game since it is running on a very janky ass engine. And I have discovered how janky it is. <laughs> so the first time I modded, I've modded, I think like two, because the FOV for Cyberpunk is terrible. Like, I think, is it 70? Could, yeah, 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 I think it's around 70, 70 FPS, so, so, uh, 70 FOV, which for someone with motion sickness, Oh, that's a big no-no. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I I prefer myself, like, I think I like 80 to 90. That's better. And then, I think I've installed, like, this camera mirror mode. Uh. And I forgot to read the fine print that you need, like, essentially, the game's, uh, like, the modding tool, the source modding tool. I think they call it the Red, the red Engine Tweak. To run it. So the first thing I see when I put it out the game that like, the camera doesn't work. It did it did a lot of Oof. the photo mode. I see. Yeah, yeah, it's stuck. Like it's no big deal. It's not game breaking, tapi yeah. But I I think like the layers of making to make this work is it's not much of fault. It's like the it is as janky as the Fallout in the game, Puny Jank. Because you need... So you need a uh, extender. Basically, like... Uh, like, uh, what's, the, what's the word I can use it? Is I think the, uh, the Skyrim word... For Skyrim, they have the... Yeah, yeah. Elder school script extender. Yeah, that's it, yeah. The, it's, you need, basically, the script extender, yes. But... Instead of script extender, this is the... The modding tool run the mod which is not nice I think it's available publicly so you can just double it there yeah standard lah they're the foundational tools to run most mods like mods are built on top of the the other mods that require it and I think like senang lah after you install that it's easier because they Immediately, there will be, like, a bar on the, like, the start menu, and then there will be, like, a mod bar where, you know, you can do shenanigans with it. Like, you can uh, edit your FOV, edit the shadows, edit the weather if you want to make it, like, always running, like, in, in Blade Runner or something like that. But, <laughs> it comes to be the interesting point, lah. But the fact that Fallout also is like that as well. You need a script extender to run basic mods. It might be good. It might be bad. It might, yeah. You need extender to run that weird ass. What's that Fallout mod that was in the worst game of the year? New Frontier. Yes, that's it. New Frontier. <laughs> Tapi, Anand, you also have, in all this, have you tried modding the game yet? Uh, the, the thing is, the red engine is kind of finicky, <laughs> so I don't intend to mod it. That's why. <laughs> that's, that's also the reason why 
City Project Red pivot to Unreal Engine Five, I think. Unreal is it Unreal Engine Five for oh, the okay. next game? Yeah, for the next feature. Yeah, there's yeah because uh that's okay because Cyberpunk share the same engine with uh Witcher Three, right? Yes, and how they said it. Modding is okay, but it's not as how is it extensive like like Fallout and Skyrim, the creation engine. The red engine is kind of finicky, and the fact that uh, City Project even allows modding are uh, like magic. Good luck, like <laughs> good luck, man. Here's the here's the the resource. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, even the fact that uh uh, which three. And CG Project Red at uh, Cyberpunk, the modding tools, uh, even though the developers say, okay, you can mod, but uh, some of the best tools come from community. And even yeah. the devs cannot do it that well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like. They, they took some time. Yeah, like, I think, like, we talked about it last week, like, The Witcher, they have this very big uh, DLC size uh, mod, uh, quest mod, where they somehow got to use an AI driven voice to voice uh, Gerald <laughs> like that is some dedication man like mm-hmm. like amazing that you come to they go to ghost lengths to make something uh, to make you know with what is essentially a, a one team project Yeah, the the models for Witcher Three and Cyberpunk are mad men. <laughs> These guys are mad. They they probably play uh, too much Bloodborne, getting too much insight. <laughs> I mean, you uh, can say the same. You can say the same thing for the Bloodborne in your community, yeah. <laughs> they, oh yeah, Bloodborne communities are like next level crazy, man. They have seen too many of the spaghetti pasta of goods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they cannot like, turn back. They have to make yeah. more mods. I have to make use of the knowledge. <laughs> Praise be. Like, can recently the PS4 gotten, uh, gotten hack for the latest, or basically 9.0, the last, uh, basically the last version of the PlayStation 4 OS operating system? Mm-hmm. They have somehow finagled that so that they can run Bloodborne on 60 frames. Yeah. And, and, and multiplayer with that. Yeah. Thanks to the 9.0 for hack. Amazing. Demo 9.0? Yeah, now I can play, now I can play 60 FPS. It's still no 60 FPS for PS5. Ah, that is so good. Yeah, dang it. The Bloodborne, yeah, R slash Bloodborne has just digged to the spaghetti code, changed some numbers, and they did it all in, a, I think, like a week or two. Why Why can't the devs, <laughs> why can't the devs do that? Just come through your spaghetti code for one week. In, I think the answer is clear, because you know who developers are, right? One is oh. software. Busy with Elden mm-hmm. Ring, or oh, and the other, uh, Japan Studio, 
shut down. <laughs> already, already gone. So they, they, they have to, if they want to do some stuff, they have to like get together some new behind the scenes team to like go mm-hmm. take a look and maybe get also the QA. I think uh, the QA part is like the most important. They cannot just push up patch without testing. Yep, yep. I mean, the technical team within Sony are there. It's just a matter of like, are they gonna deploy it for just to do a Bloodborne patch? Like, Bluepoint is standby, or maybe they're doing something. Nexus are standby, <laughs> but are they gonna do it? You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is fifty with the, the uh, with again another reference to another topic we're gonna talk about. Which is the PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I want to call it the PlayStation Plus Plus. <laughs> later, later. Oh, no. You, you've gone too much inside with the programming now. <laughs> yeah, because they... Because Sony is about to be... About to start being busy with that. Oh, don't, don't open that door yet. Don't open that door yet. Uh, let's see. What else we gonna, can we see about the modding of Cyberpunk? I haven't tried the third person mod yet. I because that because one of the uh like the criticism by you know most fans, most naysayers of the emergency scene penya genre, is that they can't see <laughs> they can't see their well their character in third person because you know it is a first person only game. Yeah, I, I mean the the way the story flows is first person. Especially when it comes to seeing Johnny. Like, you, you cannot do it in, like, third person. <laughs> I mean, you can, but it's gonna get... It's not as immersive as first person. That's why. Great decision. Also, good luck with all the combat within indoors. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, uh... I see... Uh, like, I see, like, uh, who, who's that? YouTube. Oh yeah, Hakko's base playing it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the reason why they went first person. They designed the world to be to be to be viewed in the first person. A lot of the stuff are not designed with a third person perspective. Where when you go to a person you have to like make the rooms a bit bigger to accommodate the camera behind. Mm-hmm. All That's also the UI interaction. Uh, Oh, ah, good luck with picking up the small items down there. Oh, yeah. That are to be picked up with precision by moving the analog stick or mouse. I think that's a also the problem with... Okay, again. I want to say that there's a problem with the Fallout 4, but Fallout 4 is when your range of picking up stuff is very big on the, on the third person camera too. For good reason. I mean, the best thing about Bethesda's version of a third-person view is that it's just there. <laughs> yeah, you just crawl up <laughs> on PC. I still don't know if anyone really plays in the third-person. Probably there is. But that, but <laughs> I mean, that implementation is just... just there. Yeah. <laughs> the bare I mean, minimum. <laughs> I use the person when I wear the power armor, and that's it. Uh, so I use the third person to just okay. Third person, look around. Okay, that's my character. First person again. See <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, armor. Uh. Good enough. Let's go. 
I mean, I I guess fans just wanted that. I mean, if you just included that 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 bit where you get to just view the third person, yeah. I mean, you can put ca- mirrors around, but mirrors are expensive. Not not in price wise. I mean, performance. yeah, performance. It's basically double rendering. Uh, so that's a bad idea. Another world. Bad idea. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like because I'm running the game on DLSS because oh, very good. Apa uh, GPU etc. Oh, every time like you can touch, I try this virtual mirror. It tanks the frame rate. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it renders the world another another instance. Yeah, that's the trick about mirrors. You basically render twice. That's why they don't, <laughs> don't they don't do that. That's why apa uh, Deus Ex. It is Deus Ex, right? They broke the mirror. Ah, uh, that's why there are no working mirrors. I mean, like, like in the first, like in the uh, after you become an android, like a uh, a part machine man, Adam Jensen literally destroys destroys the mirror for good reason. And that's why the solution right now is wanting to go to ray tracing, but I don't think mirrors working with ray tracing will be around anytime soon. Still, still early days. Yeah, I'm glad you still have fun with Cyberpunk <laughs> in whatever state it is right now. No, no, what game that is? I'm still thinking until now, like, what, what Unreal Engine 4 game that is, is moddable right now? I don't think there is. Uh, I'm drawing blank. Unreal Engine 4 may be blank, but there is a game running with a custom version of an old Unreal Engine 3 that has a lot of mod support. What's the ooh, what game is that? XCOM. XCOM ah, and yes. XCOM 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah. that has a lot of mods. Yes, I can, yeah, yeah. Ne- there is a literal Nexus mod for your uh, site dedicated for, <laughs> for XCOM, so yeah. Yeah, now, now that I remember that. Nothing about Unreal about mods that really like pop to my mind. Yeah, so like, so you're, yeah, because I think like, no, 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 oh wait, I now I remember. Uh, Mass Effect the tri- the the remaster trilogy has also mods. That's Unreal Three, but yeah, okay, still, still yeah, Unreal count, Three, still but still yeah, still counts, but not Unreal Four. Because then it has 3.5. A shiny coat of paint tree. Tree with a shiny coat of paint. Oh, imagine. Okay, imagine Starfield. They're still using the creation engine. <laughs> God bless. Professor <laughs> I thought Howard. I'm still fascinated with whatever Starfield would be. Because we have seen nothing. But I believe like. Enter June or maybe August. I'm not sure when they're gonna do uh, the summer showcase of uh, the Xbox summer, summer summer showcase. We'll learn everything about the game and then we just wait until release. And hey, it's on Game la. Pass. Yeah, it's, hey, it's on Game Pass, so you won't chat. Yeah, you won't even spend a, a penny. Oh, but you're gonna spend money for 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 for, for mods. Oh no! Xbox, <laughs> no, the the PC version, uh, that runs in the universe. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, you cannot run. App is WP, yeah. Not famous for modding capabilities. 
Oh no. No. Unless Bethesda wants to have a word with Microsoft. Hello. Boss. Apa kata? Boss. Mods. Yes, no. <laughs> Sony didn't want mods back then. You said you want mods. How about... No, they're gonna do ni. They're gonna do the Bethesda.net thing. They have done that. They can they can use that for the PC Windows version. But the professor thing is gonna die anyway. Is it? The, yeah, it's dying this year. Professor.net. The professor launcher. No, that's the launcher. Dying. I mean, you know, the, the way they did the custom modes for consoles. By consoles, I mean Xbox, mostly. Right. For the creation club? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yep. That's the bit. Creation club. I think they can still make use of that for to get to get around modding but for the Windows version. Mm-hmm. They could do that. They could do that. Yeah, don't worry. Mm-hmm. We will see how... how uh uh we we should put a timer from the gate uh, starfield release to the first uh thomas the tank engine mod <laughs> on Nexus mods. No, you can fly thomas the engine now ah it's, it is yeah i'll be in like the first week <laughs> your ship will be thomas the tank engine <laughs> that's right yeah, you know the cutscene with the oh the very glorious soundtrack by some composer and being played in the background as well like God David this Yeah I didn't want we end up being generous probably three days. That's we we should keep track of that. When's the first Thomas the Tank Engine mod? That's the 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 benchmark of how modable the game is. <laughs> e. Unless they got a Randy Savage equivalent to appear somewhere as an enemy. Yeah. We start for dragon is like what a space alien or something. Space alien. Apa? Space. Imagine there will be a space cat for, for no reason. Space. <laughs> it's not a cat, but it's a space cat. It's, it's a space, space cat. It is an orange cat. <laughs> for no reason than, than the memes. Is that the cue to the news? Yep, I think that is the cue to the news. So, the news and... And I guess, like, it is, for this news, it is purely about game subscriptions. Game subscriptions, you know, your Nintendo Online. Or your, what's that thing? NVIDIA GeForce. Uh, Ubisoft Plus. And of course, the big two now, Xbox and PlayStation. But I think at the new, the PlayStation is getting quite hype. I wonder why. Mac, do you know why? Why? I'm asking Mac. 
because they have planted a flag. <laughs> they have gone to apa uh, uh, dataran berdeka, planted the Xbox logo on top of it and saying, "Okay, dah, you can play Game Pass on Malaysia." Then a property leaf. <laughs> so, PC Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not Xbox Game Pass yet. Xbox is still <laughs> not available here, but steps, PC Game Pass. steps have been made with PC Game Pass coming to not only in Malaysia, but also Indonesia, Thailand, yeah. Vietnam. Uh, what else? I'm missing. There should be Philippines. five countries. Philippines. Is it? Indonesia. Hold on. I have this on open. Hold on. Oh my god. Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, Vietnam. Yeah, that's four countries plus Singapore makes it five countries in Southeast Asia that is already have that will be having it. Currently is in preview, which is to say that yo, we haven't test the payment version yet, so whoever wants to, to opt in, you can but expect some weird stuff happening. Apparently, some weird stuff has happened. The fun bit is that the discovery of... We got the press release. It says that the current version, the preview version, will charge you one ringgit. Yeah, yeah one ringgit until the end of the preview. Apparently, it's not. It was a mistake. It was 50 cents. Lima plosin! Lima kupang! Yeah, you can't even buy anything at the Pasar Ramadan now. <laughs> For 50 cents. That's way... That's less, so less, so much lesser than the Big Mac. <laughs> that is like... a Like, you can get... No, even you, the usual drinks are expensive. We've established that last time. God damn, it is super cheap. You can get candies around the, the, the supermarket that cheap anymore. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's super right. cheap at Maybe. the start. That's the start. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get like two Kopoleko and that's it with 50 cents. Okay, yeah. No, the... one Kopoleko is 50 cents now. I mean, Kopoleko Ping. Yeah, Kopoleko Ping. Okay, you can get two or three pieces. Okay, that that's one, one Kopoleko equals to a library of 100 games <laughs> on the PC Game Pass right now. One month. How, how long is the preview period? They have not specified, but if you look at the uh, the listings on the app, right, it supposedly <laughs> will be renewed on May, in May. So One month. And a bit. One month is been not bad. Unless they have plans to like extend the preview program. Yeah. But so far, yeah. it seems to be like May will be when it will start proper. When it starts proper, uh, it's not going to be 50 cent. Lah. That's yeah. the usual, you know, the $1, $1. ringgit then. Uh, yeah. $1, so it's yeah. 4 ringgit then. Yeah, not that bad. But now, nah, it, it yeah. monthly will be 15 ringgit. It seems yeah, fifty ringgit is still not that bad. Yeah, that's the thing. Even if you look at it as like, oh, fifty ringgit, that's a big jump. Look at the competition over there. Yeah, yeah. When if you compare with 
the the other uh the other uh game pass rival that we're going to talk about later they're on quite cheap juga but not as yeah cheap. also uh netflix basic mobile plan 17 ringgit yeah. so cheaper yeah. than netflix mm-hmm. that's yep, established already cheaper than big mac set That's yeah, cheap. Really yeah. My God, you you can skip Love one yourself. big match to subscribe to Game Pass. You can play. Uh, I think what what's the library is all of the Bethesda games, all of the all of the what's the Xbox Game Studios first party. Yeah, Xbox Game Studios. Yeah, basically. So you so you'll be getting Obsidian, Bethesda, and uh. Uh, Undead Labs, etc. as well. EA Play, EA Play. Oh yeah, EA Play as well. Ah. <laughs> Mostly, uh, if the Activision Blizzard purchase is okay, we're gonna get Activision games too. Call of oh, Duty. Call of Duty. Just freaky Call of Duty like that, yeah. And upcoming releases: Diablo 4, Overwatch 2. <laughs> ah, wow. Damn. That there's a lot of like that's uh, all the the coming stuff, but also what is available. Right? I should mention that what is available right now, it, there is like a bit of a disparity. Some games are not in PC Game Pass here in the region because the games are not available in this region. Oh my god! And they 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 even know they they're doing the Sony thing as well. In 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 ways of it's not like they didn't want to release the game in this region, but. Is matter of oh yeah oh Windows is a thing ah we forgot to release it on there for you in this region. Uh, I I discovered like Back for Blood is not available in PC Game Pass because that game is not on the Microsoft Store. Back for Blood was one of the big multiplayer titles that like oh we gonna release on Game Pass one, yeah uh, day one on Game Pass on PC as well then it's not available here right now at least for now. Ah, uh, the other one missing I remember is Destiny 2 but Destiny Destiny 2. Yeah, don't bother because you're going to get free anyway. Destiny 2 is free anyway, but when it was like if they if somehow if somehow despite the new corporate overlords, Xbox got Bungie to do another release of maybe not Witch Queen, the next expansion next year, right? To be uh-huh, on yeah. pass. Uh, then we'll be missing out lah because I don't think Bungie is going to releasing that game on Windows or this region anytime soon. So yeah, there are like a few missing it, but but the indies are there. I've played Tunic with PC Game Pass. I've played Weird West with PC Game Pass. Weird West release uh, while yep. the PC Game Pass preview was just just starting out. Chinatown Talk about timing. Just released yeah. today at the time of recording. Now available and you can play on PC Game Pass. Oh, yeah. They, they. Uh, if you're looking forward to like, it, no, it's the matter. If you just want a library of games, a backlog of games, a rotating backlog of games, you just want it to have there, so that when you go, okay, bored. Uh, what do I want to play today? Okay, grab it somewhere in the Game Pass library. Install, 
Ampli is such a good deal if you are a, a, that sort of player where you just like want to jump hop into from game to game. Yeah, like I played the second uh, the second Pillars of Eternity using the Game Pass one, so pretty good, pretty good deal. And I think like like literally today they have announced that you can use your DG postpaid Pioneer plan to pay for it as well. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, just include it in your bill. Oh shoot, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Post it on the site if you not. <laughs> Post it on the side. Well, well, we still can. When we are, st- well, nobody is still posting it. I think only DG provides the mobile payment for now, which is cool, lah. It cuts, yeah. Uh, it's like basically you deduct your plan straight up, similar to like uh, I forgot that because there are like a lot of like services, uh, mobile. I think in that, yeah, like that... Apple TV does that for Maxis. Mm-hmm. So, also Spotify. Oh, it's Spotify as well. Yeah, Spotify as well. Yeah, but also, also yeah, you can buy like uh uh Google Play apps, the premium ones. Like you can build to your DJ account. I mean, they're already getting your money anyway. Why not just lump yeah. sum it straight to one source? <laughs> Single bill. Uh, single, single bill. bill. They'll, they'll also, handle also, it. Also, give you some too. Occasionally, give discounts if you subscribe to a DG. So, yeah. yeah. Somehow, somehow now is, now we're, we're promoting DG instead of Game Pass. But <laughs> still, but yeah, uh, the one thing like right now, I have like a bit of a, a bit of a grumble. It's a matter of uh, the Xbox app and the Microsoft Store. Microsoft oh, store yeah, the Microsoft app is just garbage. Okay, the, <laughs> yeah. Those apps are garbage is one thing. But what the I'm UI. Thinking, ooh, the, the UI. You know how you want to update the apps? You have to click it multiple times and pray to, pray to whatever you believe in, hoping pray that... It, Bill Gates sama, please update this game. <laughs> maybe it's updated, maybe it's not. Sometimes it appears they update all, and then sometimes the notification says the game, uh, the app is already updated, but the thing is still downloaded. Stuff, weird stuff is happening. The mobile app is also like that. You can install the Xbox Game Pass app, and it's a mess. It just stuff uh-huh. doesn't download, uh, down doesn't appear properly. But you can. Uh, but it does work in some way where you can if you find that game you wanted you can like oh download to the PC and then the PC will download that part works my, my big problem with the Microsoft store right now is the way it handles regional pricing if you go and check the prices on the Microsoft store and compare it to other stores like Steam or like Epic Game Store Microsoft Store right now does not offer the best deals. No, no. Uh, Even with the DG, the DG thing. Yes, that's the problem because you know how how the business model of Game Pass is that. Okay, you subscribe, but actually we want you to pay for your games, right? For your DLCs and stuff like that, right? So if the if the fact that they wanted you. To, to get people to okay subscribe is one thing but also like pay more by buying other purchases 
uh, the prices doesn't like jive with that vision. Like, mm. I don't think like I'm gonna get a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what can you buy DLC from? Now I wanted to see Forza Horizon Five, but that doesn't have cross save with Steam and Xbox. But still, but let's see, let's see lah. Okay, if the new expansion for Forza Horizon Five appears on 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 PC, and mm-hmm. is I wanted to jump, uh, uh, instead of like. I should get it on Steam rather than like buy it through the Xbox app because you know Steam's offer cheaper prices. Boy, so that's the only thing like is stopping it from being the best thing ever right now. But hey, it's better than nothing. They they finally make steps. After long years of teasing, of like, oh, we're gonna commit to Southeast Asia, <laughs> nothing happens. Now something has happened. I guess that's also our cue to check out the other subscription servers that's getting an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, the PS- someone's feeling challenge. The the PS Plus Plus Deluxe uh, Pro Packs, whatever. <laughs> PlayStation Plus Alpha. The Plus... What, what, the, 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 the new Stanley Parable got Ultra Plus Deluxe. Ah, that, that is it. The, oh PS Plus. <laughs> the naming. Uh, now it makes sense, the naming. Yeah, apparently, uh, uh, Sony is also like rejigging the PS Plus offering, the normal subscription service. So, instead of just one kind of subscription and a separate subscription called PS Now, they are uniting those two under one roof and is offering three different tiers of PS Plus. So the three tiers are PS Plus Essential, which is essentially the PS Plus service that you Current want. Current yeah. You know, uh, online multiplayer, cloud saves, the two free games, or maybe three, or maybe, I don't know, a few games that may be good or maybe you hate. That comes in monthly. Hey, hey don't don't talk spec about SpongeBob. Eh? <laughs> hey, I didn't say. I'm saying I'm talking about food, legends oh, and outlaws. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody, like yeah, SpongeBob. And then what? What the hell is this other gift? <laughs> oh no, everybody loves SpongeBob. I mean, that's the better offering. Uh, the, <laughs> the next tier is uh extra, which will provide what. They describe as a catalog of over 400, no, over, uh, up to 400 games that spans PS1, PS2, and PSP as well. What the games are. Uh, have that's the premium. That's the premium one. The PS Plus Extra. The, the PS Plus Extra is just 400 games playable on PS4, PS5, which includes first party offering from PlayStation Studios and third party. All right. So, so essentially, it's. If you have a PS5 and you know that PS collection, I think, I think the PS Plus collection where you get like 50 games, yeah, you're getting another 385 more games. Essentially, it's... PlayStation Game Pass. Yes, essentially that. <laughs> Extra is the Game Pass equivalent. Yep. 
And then you say about premium, right? Well, we don't get premium here. No, no, we get... Uh, I'm checking our website. Deluxe. Deluxe, yeah. Because we don't have PS now. Yeah, so I was correct then. We don't <laughs> My have, naming is correct. <laughs> we don't have PS now. We don't have... Uh, we don't have streaming services as in cloud, no. cloud gaming. We don't have that. So instead, they're all yeah. Deluxe. Which is, again... Mm-hmm. What was it again? It's the same. It's the thing that you just said that a catalog of beloved classic games from the PlayStation, the PS One, PS Two, and PSP generation. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the thing I missed up. All right. Yeah, it's the same thing without oh the game streaming. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Imagine how you can. Okay, I have a theory, cat. Because recently, Atlas has been like showcasing all of their Persona games in intro from one to PS. Uh, this for this week was PS Five. Imagine can playing Persona 3 Portable on your PS4 or 5. With, with, it didn't do anything to enhance it. It's just like that. Just blown up into 4K. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it, it's available. At least it's something. <laughs> it's Persona 3, yes. Tapi, uh... <laughs> the, the one you know and love. We haven't changed anything. Not a single pixel. <laughs> Not a single pixel you change. Exactly how you remember it. Uh. Or, 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 they finally got rights for like Grand Theft Auto, the first two Grand Theft Autos and imagine that blown Ooh. up. 240, I think it's like 240 by 480 and the resolution. Nice for guys. And then just blown to 4K. Oh my god. Jaggies. I mean, it's better than your definitive edition. <laughs> yeah, in, oh. in GPA one and one and two, it's the better one. No, but I spec- I, I uh, expected black bars and all that jazz. Yeah. All those old games. Now here's the thing. Uh, like the, the thing is that I'm not sure if um PS Plus offers a better deal because we haven't seen the full library of games yet. We haven't seen the catalog. That's the only grab. I mean, of course, uh, it's uh, they are operating with a different style in terms of oh, we're not gonna get day one games. We're not gonna get day one first party titles. We're not gonna no. get uh what God of War Ragnarok. At, um, day one on PS Plus X. I think that, I think they, they did say there's a game trial, so it'll be like the EA Play style. So first twenty hours or whatever. Yeah, they're gonna do. Likely, it's gonna be if they're gonna do that. It's gonna be like EA Play style. Uh, yeah, know, EA I... Play doesn't have uh first uh, day one games. No, no, no. They just offer trials, but if you want to play day one, you have to pay for EA Play. What is it, Pro? Yeah, EA Pro. Oh. EA Play Pro. That's also another weird-ass naming. <laughs> oh, can we talk about the pricing then? Okay, prices. Uh, I believe PS Plus doesn't change. No, no, Essential doesn't change. It's still 159 per year. Okay, standard. The 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 Game Pass equivalent PS Plus Extra, it's two hundred sixty nine per year, oh, which I think is really yeah, it's really expensive to be honest. 
or 40 uh, I mean if you compare per month it's already 44 ringgit of course the 269 have like discounts because they do yearly yeah uh, Microsoft doesn't do that so you have no. a flat rate 50 ringgit supposedly 50 ringgit they haven't confirmed it but we just I assume there uh, I think like the normal game pass is like 5 dollars yeah so 5 times 4 is 20 wow ah. So, regional, ah. regional, and then regional yeah. again. You know, you get the regional discount of fifteen lah. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Okay, not that, not that bad. Actually, it's very fifteen a month. Fifteen times twelve. One eighty. Hmm. How how much do you save? But then again, oh I uh, yeah. Game Pass offerings is around hundred games. Yeah, hundred games minus. At- And then rotating, rotating. And, and it rotates, yeah, it rotates. Unless it, the Xbox uh, Studios game, yeah, it rotates. Uh, and PS Plus Extra is offering a bigger catalog. But we, yeah. the problem is we haven't seen the games. Sure, 400, up to 400, but what are them? I mean, they, they've confirmed some games. Uh, Death Stranding, 2018's God of War, Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Returnal, And Mortal Kombat 11. Like the newest game is Returnal. For those who own PS5s. Returnal. I'm still not sure. I mean okay. They they have like first party titles. But I think I've seen or I've played those games somewhere else already. I may have purchased uh, yeah. them or what. Uh, so And sure. it's also in our. Some, most of it is on our review list already. <laughs> So that's the thing. I mean, if you have, it's it's a case of I don't think like this is gonna like get people to who haven't subscribed to PS Plus to subscribe to PS Plus. But it's no. like, like I think a lot of people's consensus about this offering is that Sony wants people who already subscribes to PS Plus to a mm-hmm. upgrade. Come on, tambah yeah. sikit je. Okay, uh, just a bit. I, I, and you get a full game pass equivalent. Yeah, yeah, okay, I have a bad theory that I want to talk about. Okay, it came last week, last month. Last month there was a slight controversy with Grand Turismo Seven that we talked about, where they have slashed the price of the rewards to half of what it is it was to be. Again. Mm-hmm. But now they fixed it, so and now everybody is millionaires but <laughs> just by doing one of uh, race experience. Yep. But it, I think and Sony did that. They because because in his apology that in his apology post he said that it is out of his control. I think Sony wanted to make Grand Turismo Seven a part of that 400 games. Oh, hence I, why, I, hence I, why, hence why they they jack down the 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 reward prices so that you can you want to spend those uh micro transactions for the cars. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if GT Seven made it into the into the catalog. This that game is prime. Uh, is That's very right. is very much like uh. You know how Forza Horizon is very benefiting from Game Pass because yeah. not everyone wants to buy a car game. No, they just want to play. People, ah. A lot of people are curious about a car game once in a while. So yeah, GT7 could do that. 
I won't be surprised if from having it be available in the in the PS Plus Extra catalog, the player base jumps to quite a considerable amount. And plus, you with with this subscription, you get online multiplayer as well. It's not like Game Pass; you have to pay no, separately yeah. on the Xbox. Yeah. So that already like you can more get more player going online and since the game's already free technically free quote unquote <laughs> if if you are like stuck in a pinch and you want that like Porsche 917 that is only available for a limited time and it's already selling hot selling it's almost, out yeah it's almost it's almost sold out and the price might keep getting higher if you didn't grab this good deal in like a few more hours why <laughs> not pay a bit with your credit card okay, it's, but for now, it's just yeah lah it's just speculation tapi like the, the reason like is this quite shopping the day now right made a 100 uh, not a 100% rerun basically every it's now everything I think like every racers is now giving out like at least 100k if you drive cleanly. Amazing. Oh. <laughs> so it had they like just cover their ears again. Uh, people like ah, this, guy, this game is going to be part of the PS Plus Extra. Speaking of, I, now, I, uh, now I know a good game should be in the PS Plus Extra. What's that? Destiny 2 and all of the expansions. Ah, oh. yes. Oh. <laughs> so basically what Game Pass did then? Yeah. But now Sony owns them. And now they can just monetize monetize the yeah. game via microtransactions only for all the bling bling cosmetics. They have a cosmetics economy and from what I've seen it's actually okay. It's not like too greedy but if you want to pay up it's still worth it. Or what you pay, <laughs> but instead of like having or everyone to like pay up every every year for for a new expansion, which technically kind of counts like a new subscription, new uh, uh, a yearly renewal that you have to pay unless you don't want to play the latest stuff. Have it on PS Plus Extra. Now you got extra players. Easy, easy player base. Oh yeah, they did want to have a a big upper life service title, can yeah, they already bought it. <laughs> Destiny Two is the prime life service title that Sony owns right now. So if they want to, if they want to figure out how to get people to like pay them to to use the mini buys via my via a big. A, a bigger subscription on top. They can do that strategy. I can see that. I can totally see that. But yeah, I think extra would be the the sweet spot lah. I I think deluxe is just not worth it unless unless you had they they announce like super cool, super nostalgic PS One, PS Two, PS No PS Three cannot PSP games. That you cannot buy right now, but now you can, and you can play it on your PS4 or PS5. Then it will be enticing. But for now, I mean, 
for now better wait for the eventual remake lah Square Enix is remaking or remastering every of their old games so Parasite Eve will eventually come oh no I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> next year it will be a Parasite Eve remaster Allah, at least do Racing Lagoon first lah yo. Okay, Racing, it's already... oh, Racing Lagoon should be your PS Plus Deluxe <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that would that that is the the sort of game that would be like so obscure, but it's not worth to like do a full remaster. But you can sell it back as part of a subscription. That would be one cool way to actually make. So maybe deluxe would be not appealing to a lot more to like more mainstream players, but people who have played those games years back. That's how you monetize nostalgia. Like old obscure games. What else aside for Racing Lagoon? Hmm. Hmm. That is a good question. Tapi... Like the original Armored Core, yes. Ah, uh, really? I mean, uh, uh, tapi PromSoft is already busy. Yeah, but they can get some old games that is already laying around. Get the license, and then just drop it into the service. At least that's what I thought how it works. Unless they have to like do some magical re-engineering and backwards compatibility stuff to get all those skins running. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Get all the obscure games. Grab your, grab your Silent Hill one and Silent Hill two. On PS Plus. Ah, yeah, finally, Silent Hill one. Yeah, those. <laughs> like those gems, like. But until we hear the, until we see the full catalog, we still don't know how much, how how valuable, how worth the, how. Is it is it worth of a of a subscription or not? We just we just don't know the games. Oh wait, 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 I remember something. The I think I have one more game that is going to be inside the PS Plus extra punya tu. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Grand Theft, you know, can recently Grand Theft Auto Online was free for PS5 users. Oh, put it there. No, it it ends on June. <laughs> the punya the thing the the giveaway ends on June. So technically, it, it can be there. What happens when the GTA Online uh freebie ends? The GTA it goes online into... begins again. <laughs> <laughs> but now in the PS Plus Extra, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Boy, how this... Yeah, it all depends on what games that ca- they can wrangle back into the service. Because price-wise, is a bit stingy, is a bit too much unless we see the games. And so that Sony is easy, yes. Those pers- again, you have a library oh, of SMT and Persona games on the play on the PlayStation 2 and PSP. Might as well just dump them all. Yeah, yeah. PSP, uh, as as you mentioned, like Persona 3 Portable, again, that's in deluxe. That would be a good deluxe game. Like uh, Nocturne, Nocturne as well, Nocturne with featuring Apple. Dante for Devil May Cry is also on the PlayStation 2. Or you can even give it, if give out the PlayStation 4 version. 
Yeah, Jangan banyak combo Sebanyak combo they, they can do It's still up in the air So to speak Combo Yeah, yeah We have to wait Yeah So to speak We have to wait for June 20, It's not that far It's like another two months And, and then we'll see How how worth How is it But I think For now we can just speculate lah Because on paper This doesn't sound too exciting I mean Why are you excited for <laughs> Or what is like more more uh, more expensive subscription services? Still, it will be more exciting once we learn about the catalog. Yes. But yeah, I'm glad that both both sides of the coin has subscription services, game subscription services. The idea of owning a backlog. Well, not owning, renting a backlog. <laughs> owning a backlog. Renting a backlog is kind of appealing these days. Okay. Sure, you don't own okay. them. But you pay a flat subscription rate, so who cares? Yeah. I mean, for someone like me, who like, play a lot of games just once, so like, perfect. <laughs> ah. And imagine all those budding new, uh, budding uh, players who somehow decided to, yeah, I want to get into content creation, but come on, I cannot compete with all those YouTubers and the yeah, YouTubers who have access yeah. to the latest Small streamer, yeah, 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 yeah. Now you, have, now you have a flat rate. The entry, the barrier to entry is not a flat rate rather than like having to spend upwards of thousands of ringgit just trying to keep up with the latest releases. Yeah, like, oh, you want to, oh, I want to play, let's say, uh, Ghost of Tishima, uh, tapi it's 200 bucks still. Oh, it's not, it's not on the PS Plus, PS Plus Plus. <laughs> it's just, it's, um, it's a good way to leverage the whole games. We don't own digital games bit. <laughs> when we don't even need to own them, we just rent them like this. I think that's a good way to go for now. But but there, there will be like people who wants to own games. So physical stuff should still be like, should still be available. But at least for those who just... But I, I, there are like a demographic of people like us who just wants to rent a backlog and that's perfect for our situation. So when's Nintendo's gonna jump the bandwagon? Nintendo's gonna jump the bandwagon to Malaysia ke? Ataupun jump the bandwagon to subscription service? Okay, subscription service might be a bit too far but how about, yeah, maybe how 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 long until we see Nintendo eShop? They're, they're already flirting with Expanding their, their their presence here in Southeast Asia. Wow, they noticed that we also have money. <laughs> I think they figure it out. Southeast Asians have money. Maybe not not as good enough money, but hey, money nonetheless. Mm-hmm. It's still like two thousand, like one thousand eight hundred for a Nintendo Switch is still one thousand eight hundred for you. <laughs> Oh boy! So we're going to go to the our final topic then. Yeah. I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but E three is cancelled. <laughs> e three is dead. Skull emoji. Skull emoji. Skull emoji. 
apa uh, Dorita uh, the games Papa of gaming Jeff Keighley smiles at their demise I have won <laughs> <laughs> I live bitch summer of gaming uh, rules oh god you I can though like you know in the best time when PSG you know they get, they're doing their presser they already announced their presser for their day for the summer games event In August. Yeah. Oh god, it's three months, isn't it? <laughs> They're doing their own thing already. They, 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 they drew first blood. And they are doing it alone. And they are very confident with having a showcase all to their own. So, Yeah, I mean... Senang je. New Spongebob game. Okay, dah. So here's the point of the discussion. New Borderlands! Like. Ah, new Borderlands as well. Nah, that's still a 2K <laughs> thing. Bo- bo- the Borderlands, even though Gearbox is now under Bracer, uh, all all the the Borderlands stuff will have to work with 2K from what we've understand before. So the discussion I want to have is like, now that... Is there, is there, a, t- there, is there a reason to have like trade shoes in the year... Of 2022. Can we have hybrid trade shows? Like what Microsoft did for... Uh, I don't think... No, no, they did... Uh, no, yeah, yeah, they did in 2020 a hybrid trade show. So why can we do that? Like what, why do we even have to have a physical event these days? That's the question I want to, to bring up. Everybody has teams, eh, sekarang. <laughs> I mean, sure, uh, like, you need to, like, go do the actual networking face-to-face has value, sure, but, but what's in it for us? Uh, not us as the media, us as the average video game enjoyer. Average video game enjoyer. I mean, like, we don't, we don't get hype with hype trailers anymore. We know it's a scam. <laughs> So what else are they like? You know how the whole bit about E3 being this holy land that every every gamer wants to join, uh, wants to like make the pilgrimage to, right? In in those mm-hmm. years, the the prestige was that all the new upcoming games will be showcased there, and yes. you have no idea or or access to the new information unless. Uh, at that time unless you wait for like maybe a couple months later in a magazine or you'll see them at adverts later on but even then you still cannot get the hands on like stuff like that if you are in there but going in there also like requires certain uh, access like you have to be in the press back then later on they started to like open up until like When was it? Is it 2019 or 2018 where they start like bringing in? Hey, it's now a public event. 2019. Yeah, yeah. 2019. It was supposed to start at start at 2019 and 2020 will be open bigger. But uh, the incident happened. Mm. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> But yeah, in that, in, even in that way, they are also like lead to the party. Facts happen. Can PAX is like yeah PAX happen yeah PAX happen uh, PAX happen Gamescom as well uh, Gamescom did it way earlier as well yeah yeah true but now like 
what is the appeal of an E3 in the year of our Lord 2022? Hmm. Even like last year, we just felt like E3 and the summer of gaming is just like a, the a redundancy of a redundancy. Redundant of redundancy, redundancy. I mean, it's give itself is a redundancy, kan? Uh. Electronic Entertainment Expo. <laughs> Tapi, tuna, because Sony's already doing state of play, Xbox and their trade show, whatever. EA, EA play is not going to happen. Uh, what what is left? I think like big summer events will be like least. Maybe maybe it's a good thing we have like lesser of those showcases in summer. Remember last year and last last year when we have to cover summer. Every day there's a live show. Every day you want to go to some watch party and just see what the announcements are, right? Is <laughs> this? It might be getting too much. That to the point that some good games have started to like get drowned because of everybody wants to be on that day to reveal their stuff when they should have done it two weeks ago when it was a slow news week. <laughs> yeah. That for me, if E3, like if if E3 is dead and will never be back. I think we can just move on with our lives. Yeah. Like, okay lah. Like, I, I do love, I still love going to a trade show to see this video, the new games more. Be it like Gamescom ke, ataupun Level Up KL, whatever. But still, like, do we need E3? Like, in this days, preview stuff is also like, not that much fun to cover. Especially when all oh, things are very early. Oh, we just gonna see a trailer. Uh, I, I think it, like it's best described with best this the E three can best describe some rock star. GTA three they reveal it at uh E three. GTA four they reveal it via the Xbox later. and GTA five just a trailer and literally GTA six via a website. Oppose. <laughs> that actually, yeah, that encapsulates what people are feeling right now. Cutu je. There's no need to like put on a pompous show anymore. That's what I feel right now. The lesser the fluff, the better. I mean, I love to see a weird car suddenly appear on the stage. But I think we can all save the money from the expenses. Fine. Not one, fine. not one, not twice, three times. <laughs> I think it's fine. We don't need to see you come on stage. Uh, I hope, I hope, like the the people who are showcasing their games, maybe like, okay, we if for for those who are like pivoting to digital only, right? To do the showcases with just a live stream, maybe like stretch it out a bit, like not putting everything like in some way. Like, I think the future games show like did a show like last month, 
showcasing the indie stuff, which is cool. And it's also cool to see it off-season. So not everything has to be packed in somewhere. Not everything has to be announced there. That maybe puts some announcements in May. May seems a bit... Ah, May is dry. Right now, yeah. Huh? Put an event in May. Put an expo Maybe when April is kind of dry too. It's like the start of Q2. Yeah, April being dry, I'm fine right now because... Yeah. We need to decompress. Yeah, yeah the, the flurry of stuff on March. Mm. Kind of a lot. Well, yeah, May is good. May is good time. May, we can like ramp it up a bit. Before, like, instead of like... Uh, summer is like August, right? And then uh, the flurry of fall releases is around October and November. Like, oh, that's just like intense, intense, intense. And it's December, nothing again. <laughs> January, nothing again. Don't know lah. Maybe... But that's what I feel about E3 right now. Like, E3 can go, it's fine. I think we can we, we can move on without them. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Keighley made better E3. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's cringe, can. Yeah. It's better. Sometimes better, at least. My, reminded me of the young the, the IGN one oh my god the cringe <laughs> ooh the NFM was meet and <laughs> I and I have no hard feelings against the, the the people who have to perform the cringe but still cringe boy boy what a way <laughs> what a way to end the podcast <laughs> Accepting one's death. <laughs> hey, I mean, w- one way or another, we have to move on. <laughs> we, we have to, like, uh, get through the grief and move on. I mean, I've already, I've already went through that piece. That's why I'm feeling all okay. But some people who may be, like, having to cope, still uh, take your time. It's a, it's a normal process. <laughs> Or for events to not appear, especially these days, but hey. Thumbnail? Alright, uh. Hmm, thumbnail. Hmm. 0451? <laughs> for no reason. Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe, I guess maybe. Besides. This is my dumb idea. Uh, what about your fox friend? Your <laughs> fox friend? No, no. Instead of the cute fox, and you just put an actual fox, and then put the the, the put, green cat on him. Put the actual tunic on the fox. <laughs> yes. Facing, facing an Elden Ring boss. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We need X Game Pass and. Oh, play, yeah, PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, how, how, do we put it? how do we put it? Okay, PC Game Pass can. But the logo for Game Pass is replaced with a 50 cent. 
No, not the rapper. Not the rapper. Nasty lemak. Nasty lemak. Versus the PlayStation Plus Plus. As in, we put two Plus logos there. <laughs> PS Plus Plus. Yeah, we can work something around there. Okay, yes, but but, yes, the, but, but the 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 Zelda like a fox is like perfect. That's the cherry on top. Yeah, social links, Daniel. All right, so you can follow me on Twitter.com that there's FL4KY. My review of this one game is that's very good. Is it is. Uh, Chinatown Detective Agency is now out. And yeah. I think I can say it in one sentence. It is wow. <laughs> so yeah, just check it out on our website. Uh, yeah. uh, you can find me on Twitter, drop near, DR4UPN1R, DR4UPN1R, N1R. And uh, yeah, uh, Chinatown Detective uh, Agency also available on Xbox Game Pass from day one. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the uh, Southeast Asia developers. We can do it. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. And I am Amirul Macronos Ashraf. M E C K R O N O S. Find me there on Twitter. Uh, I have made some written stuff for Tunic. I might do some for Weird West. Not confirmed if I want to commit to a review. Because, oh boy, I have a backlog of games thanks to PC Game Pass starting <laughs> at 50 cents <laughs> and, and will go to 50 ringgit per month after that. Oh man, that sounds like an effort. I mean, it's still cheaper than a new game. Yeah, it's still cheaper than a new game. The whole year. The whole year. Hey, okay. I, I get three, four good games already. Played with just the 50 cents. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the 50 cents has been cleared by the bank yet because they. <laughs> case, this is free! Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, technically. I haven't seen the 50 cent charge yet. Hey, ho! Even the bank's like, what? 50 cents? Uh, this is just some SMS thing, lah. Bia, don't touch. Don't yeah. touch. Preview program, they've mentioned about the payment system. But yeah, anyway, that's Dialogue, the Game Matters podcast for this time around. And. Remember to, to, to pass accordingly. Pass appropriately. <laughs> do not do a Kirby. Do not do, do not do a Kirby. Do not suck all the all the consumables in one day. Boy.